This is the Black Herstory 101 podcast, and I am your host, the professor, Dr. Crystal Moten. This is the podcast where we discuss all things Black women's history, illuminating your understanding of the past with thought-provoking stories that center the experiences of Black women. In this episode, I will be providing an overview of the podcast, telling you a little bit about myself, and giving you a preview of our first season. Keep listening. I have so much to share with you. Let me tell you a little bit about who I am. I am a lifelong student of Black women's history, and I've dedicated my life to this pursuit. I am a product of the Chicago public school system, and I went to Washington University in St. Louis for undergrad, and I studied at the University of Wisconsin-Madison in the Afro-American Studies Department, the History Department, and the Program in Women's and Gender History for my MA and PhD. I'm currently finishing up a book that examines Black women's economic justice-related activism in the urban Midwest, specifically looking at Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That is my formal educational and professional background. But as Ella Baker would say, who are your people and where are you from? I come from a long line of folks who made their way to the Black Midwest, to Chicago, during the Great Migration. Although I have lived away from Chicago longer than I've lived in the city, it will forever be my home. I am from the South Side. Drexel Avenue, South Shore, Harold's Chicken, Fried Heart with Mild Sauce, Henry O. Tanler Elementary School, Whitney M. Young Magnet High School, The Sixth Ward, Operation Push Headquarters Saturday Morning Meetings Waking Me Up, Juneteenth Celebrations, Ingleside Whitfield United Methodist Church, Joy Spring Dance Troupe, The Number One, The Number Four, The Red Line, The Green Line, The Blue Line, also known as the CTA. Jackson and State Street, Garrett's Popcorn. Miss Lisa Barnett, who was my sixth grade teacher at Henry O'Tanner Elementary School and who taught me the Nguzo Saba, the seven principles of Kwanzaa, and who also made sure me and my classmates knew all three verses of Lift Every Voice and Sing, uh, all three stanzas of Lift Every Voice and Sing, the Black National Anthem. Growing up, my role models included Barbara Jordan, Nikki Giovanni, and Naomi Long Magic. The women in my family, specifically the women of my grandmother's generation, my great aunties, were fierce pillars of strength in my family. Roberta, Loretta, Carol, Zernita, Marion. My calling to teach. So why this podcast and why now? Like many of you, 2020 shook me on all sorts of levels, propelling me to do a bit of self-reflection, thinking about who I was, what I could do, how I could give more, be more of myself in the face of so much trauma, destruction, and despair. As I endured our new virtual environment, I found that looking at screens left me wanting so much content and information but still so many topics marginalized and underrepresented, especially in digital realms. 
I knew about podcasts because, hey, I've been a part of a great one for the last several years now. Side note, check out The Drip, a podcast where four scholars of color who call ourselves the All Spoilers Collective sit around and discuss great books. Available wherever you get your podcast. I had also participated in the Black History Bootcamp sponsored by Girl Trek, which had a corresponding podcast. On the corresponding podcast, it featured a conversation between the founders of Girl Trek, usually focusing on an inspiring person or event in Black history. It was a joy to listen to, but after the current season ended, I wanted more. But I also wanted to hear more specifically stories about Black women's history. So I searched for a podcast and I couldn't really find one. So I did what we all do. I posted on social media, specifically my Twitter, and I asked my about 850 followers if they would be interested in a podcast featuring all things Black women's history. And the response was a resounding yes. So I am doing the thing. And I want you to know that I am doing this from scratch because I really want to learn how to create a podcast, right? I want to learn how to record, how to mix audio, how to insert media and sound, etc. So I'm, I'm learning all of this from scratch. I want this podcast to be a space of learning, vulnerability, and transparency. Listen, at heart, I am a perfectionist and I usually play it safe. But I'm going to take some risk with this podcast, which means it won't be perfect. In fact, it will be imperfect. And I'm going to run with that. While many of you will just download the podcast episode and that will be that, my fervent hope is that you will also participate in the community that I'm creating. Comment and ask questions about what you're hearing via the podcast social media channels on Facebook and Twitter. Sign up for the newsletter. And email me your suggestions and comments. I'm all ears. So now that you know who I am and why I am doing this, let's get into some of the logistics of the podcast. As you notice, the title of the podcast is Black History 101, and that is intentional. As a lifelong teacher, I see this podcast as my opportunity to virtually share with you not only what I know about Black women's history, but how I came to know about it and why it's important. If any of my former students are out there, and shout out to the students and alumni at the places where I've taught, including University of Wisconsin-Madison, University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee, Dickinson College, and McAllister College, you know that the stage on the stage is not what I'm about. However, in this podcast realm, you will be hearing mostly from me, but I aim to bring others to the stage through primary source documents, media, and eventually some interviews I will conduct. I will keep the structure consistent with three main segments in each episode. The main lesson, which will feature the story of whoever or whatever we are focusing on for our time together. The takeaway, which will feature the main points or ideas I want you to consider about that story and the homework, which will be some suggestions that I have for further reading as well as additional resources. Now, homework will be on the honor system and it won't be graded, but if you do engage with any of the suggestions, I want to hear from you. And now for the big announcement, the theme of season one, I am so excited to announce is Inside the Circle. Now, let me tell you the story behind this thing. This past summer in 2020, 
I had the awesome opportunity to read Sidea Hartman's beautiful book, Wayward Lives, Beautiful Experiments, Intimate Histories of Riotous Black Girls, Troublesome Women, and Queer Radicals. This book had a profound effect on me. It even helped me break through a tremendously difficult period of writer's block because it really, really struck me. One line in particular just stopped me cold in my tracks. Early in the book, Hartman tells us that the book is being written from inside the circle. In fact, let me just read the paragraph where that is found. And it's on the very first page. Here's what Hartman says. She says, every historian of the multitude, the dispossessed, the subaltern, and the enslaved is forced to grapple with the power and authority of the archive and the limits on what it sets on what can be known, whose perspective matters, and who is endowed with the gravity and authority of historical actor. In writing this account of the wayward, I have made use of a vast range of archival materials to represent the everyday experience and restless character of life in the city. I recreate the voices and use the words of these young women when possible and inhabit the intimate dimensions of their lives. The aim is to convey the sensory experience of the city and to capture the rich landscape of black social life. To this end, I employ a mode of close narration, a style which places the voice of narrator and character in inseparable relation so that the vision, language, and rhythms of the way would shape and arrange the text. The italicized phrases and lines are utterances from the chorus. This story is told from inside the circle. Whew. I read that paragraph and I had to stop, reread it, highlight it, dog ear the page, and I don't even do dog ears. Inside the circle, wow. That had a visceral effect on me because for so long I had tried to do my own historical research at a distance from the circle, at a distance from the people I was studying. But here Hartman is challenging that by telling me that the voice of the narrator, Hartman, and the black women she is speaking about are in inseparable relation. They are close. After this paragraph, Hartman goes on to explain the vast number of sources she consulted that enabled this close relationship. Now, not that I needed permission. Okay, yes, I am a rule follower and I need permission, if only it's my own. But this text gave me permission to acknowledge my close proximity to who and what I study. But why is this surprising? I have been studying Black women's history formally for 20 years. And anything you've done for that long necessitates a close relationship. But I've always been a bit reticent or self-conscious to acknowledge my closeness to Black women's history, mostly because of the brainwashing of the academy and what it says about objectivity, namely that we as scholars have to be objective. But we all know that objectivity is impossible. We always bring who we are to what we study. Therefore, is it really a surprise that I, a Black working class woman from the urban Midwest, studies the historical experiences of Black working class women from the urban Midwest? Not at all. As I read Hartman's text, which some historians have criticized, one thing I realized that was really important is that methodology matters. And in Hartman's methodology, I saw care, discipline, 
focus, and most of all, I saw imagination. What happens when we imagine other possibilities for Black women's history? Maybe people think imagination should be left to literature people. I don't think so. Historians, specifically of Black women, can we use our imaginations a bit more? What would this look like? This season is, in some ways, a result of me using my imagination, an impulse to be more inventive and more creative. Also, in choosing Inside the Circle as a season one theme, I've selected episode topics that I've spent many years researching, caring for, and tending to. The people, Places and topics I will share with you this season have been with me over the course of my life, shaping who I am as a historian in public and in private. And as an act of vulnerability, I am sharing these with you from inside the circle. So who are some of the people and what are some of the places and topics that we will explore this season? Artist, educator, curator, museum founder, and mentor. Margaret Burroughs, who I had the pleasure of meeting when I interned at the DuSable Museum of African American History in Chicago when I was in eighth grade. Grammy award-winning acapella singing group Sweet Honey in the Rock, founded by Bernice Johnson Reagan, an activist in the civil rights movement and founder of the program in Black culture at the Smithsonian Institution. Educator and researcher Jean Noble, who wrote the book Beautiful Also Are the Souls of My Black Sisters. Librarian Sadie Peterson Delaney, who studied the idea of bibliotherapy. The Blue Spruce Hotel, a Black-owned hotel in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, ran by Beatrice Childs, which served as an important social and cultural space for Black folks in the city, while also providing housing for Black travelers, plus others. This short list, though, will hopefully whet your appetite and encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. So that's it for this episode at least. And the takeaway from this episode is that we have so much to learn about Black women's history, what it's about, how we study it, and why it's important. Let's do this work together through the Black History 101 podcast. What's your homework? Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Follow the podcast on Facebook and Twitter, Black History 101. And check out Sidea Hartman's book, I Promise You Will Not Be Disappointed. I am so looking forward to this season, and I hope you are too. Until next time, do some homework and let me know what you've learned. Bye. Thank you.